John, how can you always have the right TV for the right application without carrying hundreds of valves on your truck? You can carry the hundreds of valves on a trailer behind your truck. That's too funny. That would work, but how are you gonna do that? Maybe there's an easier way. You can use Sporland's interchangeable cartridge style Type Q and Type BQ uh, TEVs. Type Q is a conventional design and Type BQ is a balanced port TEV. Well, come on, I need easy. How easy is it? Uh, easy as one, two, three. And it serves thousands of unique applications. So what's the process? How do I put this together? First, you select the thermostatic element assembly. Then you select the body that you need. Then you select the right size cartridge for the application to get the proper capacity TEV for your application. And then I guess it should also be said you want to actually assemble those into a single valve. That'd probably be a good idea. These easy to select and assemble valves mean you're always carrying the right valve for the right job then. If folks want to learn more, what do they do? Uh, you can go to sporland.com and find more information on the Type Q and BQ thermostatic expansion valves. I guess that's Jim and John for Sporland signing off. We've all been there in the middle of a job, everything going smoothly until boom, you're missing a part. United Refrigeration is your one-stop shop for all your refrigeration needs. Use your computer or smartphone to go to www.uri.com at any time of day or night to check stock on your favorite brands, such as Copeland, Sporland, Carlisle Compressors, Danfoss, Emerson CPC Boards and Sensors, Corel, Hussman Parts, and Ketotherm. United Refrigeration Inc. is home to these brands and many more. Looking for information on refrigerant conversions or refrigerant banking? Quick access links on the homepage can get you to the information you need. All approved accounts are able to see live to the minute inventory and pricing. Product not in stock at your local branch? No problem. Use the nearby stock feature to find a local branch that does have what you need. Are you looking for a branch address, phone number, or after hours number? That's all available as well. Just click on the branch locator and search for your local branch. Have a model number and looking for a replacement part? www.uri.com forward slash ARP has a vast list of quick pick replacement parts. Just search for the model number of the equipment you're working on and click the replacement parts tab. If you don't have an account, click the register button and we'll have you online in no time. With more than 400 locations in North America, each United Refrigeration branch is fully stocked for immediate pickup. Our branch employees have in-depth technical knowledge so we can help you get what you need when you need it. Visit your local store or www.uri.com forward slash ARP today. United Refrigeration Inc. has all your solutions down cold. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Advanced Refrigeration Podcast. You're here with your host, Brett Wetzel and Kevin Compass. Where are you at? You sound like you're having tons of fun this week, man. I'm in it's New Mexico, and I am not happy. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, we came, We flew out here yesterday to make sure we were here to like boss through this job, and uh, all my parts got thrown away. <laughs> oh, wait. All right. Well, like, what kind of parts? Like valves like and all of my EMS boards got thrown away or stolen. Nobody knows. It's a mystery. 
It's a mystery. More likely got thrown away or they're on a claims truck somewhere. Anyone look at the Facebook marketplace? Yeah, no. Not out here. (laughs) New Mexico. And uh, surprisingly, it is colder than Chicago. Come on. It was fucking 22 degrees this morning. It was 34 in Chicago. In New Mexico? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's really weird. It it was it was like frosted up windows and everything. Very disappointed. I thought it was gonna be like nice and warm and comfortable out here. No. I don't even know what it is back home. Like back back in Texas. I, I haven't I haven't looked. I, I know it's 70 all the time. What's that? It's 70 all the time till it's you know. 70 all the time. It got down to like eight for like a day and core change. Yeah, then you guys all died. That was last year. No, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Cali this week. I'm. I'm. I'm teaching a class. Um, yeah, there's a. Uh, there's a lot of interesting people out here. Tons. Oh, thank you. Uh, and you know, we. Uh, I was hungry. I went. I went to. Uh, I went to a gas station, and was looking for something to eat because I'm. I'm fat and I didn't want to like go to a restaurant. So. I'm, I'm in the back just trying to figure out what I want to eat, rifling through the snacks. And um, I hear the manager get into an argument with a tweaker. And he's he's arguing back and forth about the credit card. He's like, this shit happens all the time. This shit happens all the time. This is freaking ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I'm in the back. And I'm like, I swear to God, I'm not stealing anything. I'm just fat and can't figure out what I want to eat. So uh, I'll, I'll be right up. And, like, everyone in the store started laughing. It was hysterical. So... That's Monday so far, so let's see what Tuesday brings. What are you doing tomorrow? I am flying back home. What? 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 <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're, we're out of here. We, we're flying back home. We, I brought down enough parts on the plane to you know, facilitate anything that was missed because I didn't quote this job. It was the, the, all the parts were quoted by one of the manufacturers, so... I already knew they messed it up from the from the parts list. So, so now I mean, how long's the rest of shit until everything's back from being like? I'm I'm sure they don't have a lot of that stuff just sitting on the shelf for what you need. Oh no, it, it's probably ninety percent sitting on the shelf. If if not, I have everything in Chicago. Yeah. To do it, but okay. just, we don't have time now. Because I'm starting another job on Monday, next Monday I start another I start another job, so this is gonna have to get pushed back. Where are you going? It already got pushed back once. Yeah, where are you uh, I have a job in Chicago. It's like a month long job at the you know back home. Not to mention we have Chicago? about eighteen. <laughs> what? I said, when are you coming out to Texas what? to do when the, the... To Never, because I almost died down there last time I was there. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the the, the 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 store, the store right near my house. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> we, we have like 18 more stores to change condensers on, and uh, there's, like, there's just stuff piling up. Like, it, so it's out of control. Is, it, so what's this this month long job? What do you got going on? This is the EMS conversion. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean it's, it's nothing special. It's just the EMS conversion. 
but like it's no, at home. Well, no, this is nothing special. I mean, this is the EMS conversion on a 40-year-old store, so. Well, the wiring is going to be fun, then. You got to, is it like old branch board store? Uh, no. That, this, this would be, that would be like 20 years newer than this. <laughs> We're talking like. Original Margalux racks. Oh my god! In in original Hill racks, not Hill Phoenix, Hill. That's older than me. And uh, it's when they're in season four rack houses. Come on, the, the oh, old yeah. wood bottom, the old wood bottoms. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So like the, the it's so warped with oil, right? All the floorboards are warped because of the years of just oil just getting poured all over the floor. No, it's they're nice and like good. Really? Got that red shag Hill Phoenix carpet in there. Come on. The original oh yeah, the original shag carpeting. Oh, I want that for my room. Oh I my office. I was glad we're doing this in the summertime or in the wintertime because like this place is infested with spiders. To the point where like I won't go up there. You're are like, you are you wrecking the vote? I don't like spiders. Like I, I mean, I'll deal with them, but like, not a fan. Like oh, these are like little spiders. These are like massive spiders. I have so many ideas for AHR now. No, stop it. No, oh, it's I'll gonna be, be hysterical all you, week. You get fucking stabbed. This was gonna happen. <laughs> You're not allowed to take a knife on, on the plane. How do you think I got this knife in, in this room? <laughs> Check baggage. Yep. All right, guys. Tonight we're gonna talk about. Uh, some some stuff I've seen like pop up recently on, on a lot of the groups and it's spiders. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna make this so you have to edit the shit out of it if you don't stop. <laughs> so tonight tonight we're gonna talk about uh, <laughs> and ways to deal with it. So I've been seeing like a lot of cases. We've had a uh, a ton of cases here lately. Like that are like five to eight years old that are, like had nonstop icing up issues. So what I'm seeing a lot is like, there's a lot of ice building up behind fan plenums in like frozen food doors and coffins doesn't really affect medium temp that much, but it's, it's mostly frozen food doors and coffins. And I see it more so on frozen food doors. So what, what we'll see is what you'll get there. And you'll have a little bit of ice in the drain pan. You'll have low airflow. You'll have a little bit of ice in the drain pan. Usually you end up having motors, blades stuck in ice. Tiny bit of ice by the drain, but the majority of the ice is behind the fan plenum. It's stuck in the fan plenum, and it won't drain out. Now, there's a couple different reasons this happens. So we're going to go over, you know, ways to check this and what to check. And how to know if the case is just junk at this point. So a couple reasons you get ice behind the fan plenums. Number one, the case isn't level. I've seen this time and time again where they got the cases and they try to butt up the ends and make sure the ends are squared up. But they're, they, the cases aren't level back to back. So, so it doesn't take very much pitch to be at a level to hold water. 
it's going to build behind the fan plenum. So number one thing, get like a two foot level, you know, throw it back to back, side to side, make sure you're level. I've found tons of frozen food doors that aren't level that all we need to do is throw some more shims in there. So that's one thing here that everything is level. Another thing is making sure that we've had a couple cases where we've had to shim fan plenums. So like take like uh, a couple flat washers and we've had to stick them underneath the, the fan plenum just to lift, lift it up a smidge, like a six inch, just to allow that water to come out of there. I mean, whether it's a design issue with the case, the bottom's not completely flat, but we've had to raise up a couple fan plenums by shimming them. The other thing, which is the, this is the majority of them, is ice gets between the insulation and the skin of the case, meaning the bottom deck pan of the case. And what happens is that ice you know, accumulates over time and grows, and then what happens is it pushes up the deck pan and actually pitches back the, the whole deck pan to the point where that water wants to sit behind the coil and not drain out of the coil. Once this happens, I mean, you go ahead, Brett. Have you ever seen where the um, you're muted? That's horrible. Yeah, no. Have you ever seen where the um, uh, case is so not leveled, where basically it's it's setting too low because they I don't know they didn't shim at all, and it the drain wasn't hitting the floor at one point, but after I don't know two or three years of being installed, the thing just sat down the bottom and starts pushing the drain the drain hub up. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen it where it's, where it's been pushing on it so much, like, especially like the newer Hill cases, like there's like, there's almost no room to put a drain in there. Like there, I so, mean, they're so low. Profile. So what do you do? What do you, what do you do? What do you do to fix it? Like you I can mean, barely get a piece of. Good. Yeah. Turn your video off. So I, I've seen it both ways where like you Look, you look at it, and uh, you know it, it's it's pushing up the drain. We've had stores where we had to take cases and raise them up on strut. We've had to put strut down on the floor and raise them up off the floor in order to get enough, you know, level back and forth, and then you know have enough room to do the drains. Especially with like cases, like I see that more on cases with like buffer boxes for like evac and stuff because it's so it's so tight underneath there with that with that evac line i mean you almost don't get enough pitch on there and then like it pushes up on the on the drain hubs no like i said we have we have a store where you know they just didn't it looks like they barely put any shims on it whatsoever and so once they got some product in it, once they got everything down, it just, you know, it's basically pushing up the hub so bad that it's pushing up in the middle. And you could try to relieve that stress, like you said, but, you know, I, I wouldn't even think how to, how to push that down besides, a, you know, a couple blocks of wood and a proto pack. Yeah, I mean, you, you would almost have to take some blocks of wood and kind of knock it down. They had to redo the hub, the whole thing. I mean, at that point, you're pretty much screwed. Like when, when this happens, you'll see like the kind of pa the panel kind of bow. What I what I do to test this is I'll generally pour some water on the deck pan and see if how how it drains out of the case. If it like wants to sip and the fan plenum and not 
roll out. We've you know for a few days and throwing some heaters in there to you know hot box the case to try to you know melt it out, drill some holes in the bottom, try to let the water come out. You'd be surprised how much water's in there. The problem is, is it could take days to melt that out, and then if you don't one hundred percent seal that back up, eat water and then do it again. The problem with that is once that insulation's saturated, it's done because you're gonna you're gonna refreeze it. You're going to lose that insulation quality, and it's just going to condensate through there. Because once that insulation's wet, it's done, and it starts condensating in there. Even though you seal the case 100%, it's not leaking water in there. It's still going to sweat and condensate. You're never going to get it 100% sealed. So that's why it, it's like so imperative on controlling these cases and to make sure that every single penetration is sealed you know when they when they bring the lines in like i'm i am a huge fan of not bringing lines to the bottom of the case i hate it because i mean you're just opening yourself up for a couple freeze ups uh, a couple you know plug drains and then next thing you know you have you have soaked insulation because i mean let's be honest we got to bring it through a spot and then they're going to foam it and i like to have my guys cover the foam in silicone Where did you lose me at? Uh, basically, went right before you started talking about uh, case, um, not piping cases uh, under underneath. Okay. So I like to have my guys not pipe. Uh, I, I like to see the cases not piped from the bottom. Anytime there's cases piped from the bottom, I mean, it is what it is. With certain cases, you you have no you know no choice. But going in the back, you know you have less of a chance of soaking the insulation because the problem with going in the bottom is most case manufacturers, they're starting to do it, but most case manufacturers don't build up a mound or anything where you drill through. Husband's starting to get better at it, but the problem with that is, is you could foam it, but as soon as you get a, a good uh, drain backup or a couple good ice ups, all that water is going to seep right into that foam I mean, you're never going to get it 100% sealed. And then right underneath that deck skin, it's going to get right in between there, and it's going to fill up the insulation. It's going to get wet. And once that insulation gets wet, I mean, everything's done. I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. I mean, you're never going to be able to dry that thing out in the field without it sitting for like, you know, a week or two probably to, to, with heaters in it to dry it out. Hey guys, today's episode is sponsored by Westermeyer Industries Serviceable Oil Floats. Many oil separators contain an oil float to effectively meter separated oil back to the compressors. Westermeyer Industries has taken this concept and perfected it. With their new line of serviceable oil floats, these floats feature an improved design with fewer components, allowing for greater manufacturer consistency, and up to 20% increased oil flow versus their legacy models. These floats also feature an integrated magnet to shield the oil path from debris and have been field-proven in supermarket applications. Westmeyer Industries offer replacement oil floats not only for their own separators, but also cross-compatible models for our competitor oil separators as well. You can find out more about the Westermeyer Industries serviceable oil floats by visiting westermeyerind.com backslash floats. Once again, that's westermeyerind.com slash float.
let's get on with the episode. So that that's why if you are going to go into the bottom of the case when they when they are installing it, they need to foam it, foam it really good, and then take silicone and then basically brush it the silicone over and make sure you you know silicone every little bit of it, so that way you get a nice seal on there because it's going to leak eventually. But I mean, at least if you silicone it too and be putting it up a better fight for it to you know not seep down in there now once it's down in there i mean and you get moisture inside between the in the case skins i mean there's pretty much nothing you could do you could you could try a few things that are you know gonna like prolong it but it's still gonna ice up so i mean we've we've done the washer trick we've shot some washers underneath the uh underneath the fan plenum to lift it up a little bit to try to get it some uh some more you know room for it to drain out increasing the drip time i've done that and you know it's helped a little bit you know give it instead of a five minute drip give it a 10 minute drip try to get a little bit more water out of that coil before it freezes so that way you aren't freezing that water inside the coil you know you get a little bit more uh you know drain time out of it the other thing is uh you could pitch the case a little bit or i've actually taken you know a hammer and beat down the deck pan a little bit, you know, tap it down to where it like it, it kind of has like a, a straight shot of the drain where it's a lower channel where it kind of like drains down to it. I mean, that that's my last ditch effort. But I mean, if they aren't changing a case and I'm tired of de-icing it, like, I mean, at least make a channel so it, it could drain out of it. And we had a store, they had a row of glass doors. They were constantly icing up, backing the drains up from the the store plumbing. Like it, they would nonstop. You couldn't de-ice a case up without all the store drains backing up. So it eventually ended up destroying the cases. So the meat, the the low temp frozen food or, or uh, ice cream doors, they would ice up. It was like one a week. So it was one a week, an entire row. Like you were just going through and de- I, I must have de-ice this case at least. 25 times before they finally changed it and then old, that was how, how old was the case eight years old wow i've seen, I've seen where, like some of the many some of the manufacturers basically have um um where the case goes together in the back end and towards the back of the case where the actual deck pan like kind of goes into the back wall or whatever where it starts to separate after years of abuse yeah, I've seen that before too. So um, I've seen it where the 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 back back there, and you get you get wa- moisture and water freezing back there. The only way to fix that is, I mean, it once it splits, it splits. But I mean, you could take butyl and seal it all up in there. I mean, butyl is pretty much the only way you're going to seal an active case. I mean, looking ever, looking for. Go ahead. Have you ever seen um, some of the cats where they pan seal the whole fucking thing? Like when you have. Like you know what so you were saying. I, I have seen that. Have you done it? Good. I have not. So we have carpenters that do most of that stuff. Like so, if, if they're going to do it, we have a carpenter do it. But, um, like the pan ceiling, it works on like older cases. Like so, we've had like a uh, I don't remember which hill cases they are, but they have like the the steel deck pans, and they rot out. And we've had some that rotted out after like six years, seven years. And instead of changing a case because the customers are going to change a, you know, six, seven year old case, 
they ended up pan sealing them. I mean, and if you're if you're good enough with it, like I mean, that stuff's self leveling, so it should as long as you like keep it from going down the drain, it should you know pan seal itself out. It looks pretty good. Like I've seen some guys do some cases. You, it looks like it's OEM. Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. But it, I mean, it's extremely expensive. So pan sealing is a, is something you could do. But I mean, in a frozen food door or coffin, I mean, once it, the moisture's in there, you're pretty much done. But like, if you're repairing the bottom deck of like a multi deck, yeah, that pan sealing works great. I mean, it, it'll buy you you know a few more years of the case, and you know, keep it from leaking water. You know, it'll let the you know the bottom deck pan eventually dry out if it's not leaking water anymore. But we we've we've had luck with that, and then uh, I mean I've used Flexa Seal to seal the bottom like bottom uh, spots around a you know drain pan before. I mean that that's worked okay. I mean it's not the best, but like it it'll work in a pinch. You know, in the in the can you get the big can of Flexa Seal. No, I I know that that pan seal shit's like super fucking expensive. How much is how much is the other stuff to uh, because didn't didn't you say there's another way to to uh, seal that case? So I've seen them use shower liner too. So Come like, on. no, like it actually it actually works really good. So like the the shower liners you use for like if you're doing like a tile shower, like it's uh, that waterproof membrane. I've seen guys take that and lay it down in a case and then they butyl around it. I mean, that stuff's like thick, like it's, it's real thick and it's real like, uh, you know, movable. So, I mean, it's, it's really easy to like get it around 90 degree corners and stuff because it's made for showers and stuff. So, I mean, it, it actually works out pretty well. If you, I mean, I like the, the, the pan seal better but I mean that it actually looks pretty good. Like once you seal it up, once you seal up what, like the edges and like uh, you know make it all look uh, nice with some butyl. I try to stay away from butyl because it ends up all over me every time. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, but other than that, guys, I mean, once they get to that that point, I mean, you just need to have that conversation with the customer. It is what it is. And if you're icing up the fan plenums that much, I mean, it is what it is. And the customer just needs to look at replacing the cases. I mean, there, there's pretty much nothing you could do to salvage that case long term that isn't going to cost a ton of money in service calls and them pulling product out because, you know, stuff's icing up. And nobody wants to be out there de-icing the case for like the, the 30th time after they've already de-iced it. Well, so. Well, that's the bitch too, because I mean, with one of the you know the situations that you said where the case basically is oversaturated with water, that's going to take days to fucking dry out. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to happen overnight. So we tried it with a frozen food door. We had for four days there was electric heaters in there. I mean, the case was averaging like eighty-five degrees. It was you know plywooded off on both sides, you know, and foam boarded. So it wouldn't affect the cases next to it as much, but it was plywooded off, foam boarded, and it was like eighty to ninety degrees for like three or four days. It, it, it. You seen the pans go down? Like you could, you could literally push on the deck pan, and there was like a difference. Like there was, like the ice had melted. Like you push it down, it made it maybe five months, six months without icing up. 
and then finally it built up enough where it needed defrosted because it built up and it stopped it stopped the fans yeah we had we had a bunch of cases that were icing up um one of the one problem that i that and i don't understand this you know with the some of the cases where they don't use any sort of fan delay after the case goes into a defrost that is that is totally perplexing to me i don't understand the control on that i don't understand you know i I understand why it ices up i just don't understand why the this specific manufacturer does this and then um you know just dealing with infiltration from typically the back wall where it ends up just sucking in a whole bunch of moisture for some some sort of separation in the case you know causing excessive moisture in the case which obviously causes excessive humidity on the coil to build up and then eventually icing the freaking thing up so i've been seeing like a lot of older cases like you said where the back walls aren't sealed i mean we've had to pull coils forward and uh imbutal the backs of the coils or uh we've had a lot of like led light conversions same thing like where they oh. those guys don't ever do anything no oh, how about how about bent coils some of these coils are all aluminum you know and after after a little bit of you know a defrost heater not being in the proper location or you know being moved around or whatever have you you know basically you know it's it's cinched down by the two sides breaks open the middle and ends up making a gap underneath the damn coil so it's funny you say that those cases that where you were de-icing like weekly you know in the lineup every single one of those coils the entire bottom pass was almost flat come on like no flow like not no flow but like i mean like there was no fins on the bottom passes like you you could literally you could take your hand and just underneath the deck pan to the bottom pass the the fins were all flat because the that's, ice had crushed them. I mean, yeah, no, 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 I, I get it, that's, that's, but that's what I don't understand. Like those same cases are the same cases that I'm talking about, where they don't have any fucking type of fan delay. Yep. Where basically yeah. you just rip roar the fans as soon as it fucking comes back on. So like, regardless if it's electric defrost, hot gas, I don't give a shit. I mean, you know, a lot of times I'll end up uh, telling the guys to to you know put the fan delays in there. You know, whether they got to hook it to the fucking suction line, whether they got to throw it in the coil, I don't care. Just as long as it has some sort of way to basically let that coil get all nice and frosty, frosty before it kicks on the fucking fans. Well, and not even just that, it also keeps all the frost off the product, too. Right. So why wouldn't you do it? That's the biggest yeah. bitch about product as far as frozen, anyway. Because they save 28 cents a case from the parts they ordered from some country overseas mm, killing me killing me <laughs> fucking killing me i i, I told you uh, we, so, haven't, we haven't hit ahr yet motherfucker i know uh but yeah i mean resealing that stuff is, is on, on startup and you know when when you're putting a case in is like critical to keeping this from happening I mean, you could try to band-aid it. I mean, I've seen guys take, you know, an extra drain pan heater and throw it behind the fan plenum. Yeah, it buys a little bit of time, but it still eventually ices up. I mean, it buys them a little bit of time. It keeps the fans from icing up. I mean, it may buy you, you know, a couple more months here and there, but it's still eventually going to ice up. So, I mean, you, you could prolong it as much as you want by adding heaters and everything else, but if, if, it, if that – 
drain pan is bucked, like you're done. And the other thing I want to talk about is a, we've had, you know, a few, more than a few, probably like 20 or 30 uh, coils come out with like actual like uh, medium, you know, profile evaporator coils and like a walk-in where they're like five or six fan coils and they don't have enough pitch on the drain pan to drain out. So the water is sitting on the ends of the coils and it's pooling and it's cold and it's eventually icing up because it doesn't drain out during defrost. And these are medium temperature coils and they're, they're eventually icing up because the drain pans don't have enough pitch on them. What we've been doing is we've been kind of like cross breaking them a little more. So I kind of just hang my, myself off the drain hub in the least damaging way I can to try to pull down on it a little bit to give it a little more pitch. And it seems to be working. Like you, you'll see, you, you get like a little, like half inch of pitch out of it and it causes the, the ends of the coils to, you know, drain, but it's been freezers and coolers, you know, freezer coils and cooler coils where I've seen where the, the drain does not have enough pitch and the ends of the coils are icing up and it's causing it to grow from the, the sides all the way to the center. And it's been on multiple manufacturers. It's probably the same person making the, all the drain pans for all of them. You think so? No, probably. I mean, they're all from China. China. Um, but all right, guys, we're gonna cut it cut it tonight and uh, have a nice one. Thanks for listening. There it goes.